Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since we're now describing what's coming up, this week, what are we going to be discussing, Katie? We're going to chat a little bit about one night stands. Are you I I are you are you saying that without confidence deliberately? <laughs> <laughs> like like you're asking me? <laughs> like like you're asking me, is that what we're gonna talk Cause about? Because <laughs> it's more like we're gonna see where it goes. <laughs> no. Okay, I, one night stands. One, one night stands. We're gonna we're gonna confidently discuss yes. one night stands. Yes. What do you think's gonna be coming up? <laughs> well, I was thinking about one night stands just because I so you, I already told you that I just broke up with my boyfriend, but I think we should have broken up a little bit longer. You, but yeah, you, you, you shouldn't have. Uh, you shouldn't have told our listeners. Now you've teased them. Oh yeah, you told me that we're not going to discuss <laughs> no, it. No, I mean we're not going to discuss it in depth, just because. Well, that's fair enough because they'll know that, like, um, you know, it just happened. But I think I was thinking about it, and you know, when we had broken up the first time, we probably should have stayed broken up. But this whole you know, I don't do one night stands just because I feel so guilty or I don't feel comfortable. I feel much comfortable when I have sex with someone I know. So I think I stay longer in a relationship than I should just for the good sex. So I was just thinking about that kind of like maybe I probably still won't necessarily have one night stands, but maybe being able to have sex a little less, not having to rush into a relationship to have consistent sex. Yeah, well, I mean, before we get into that, do you, do you actually think that you stayed in that relationship longer because of that? Or is that just like a maybe in your brain? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like, I think that might've been like 70% of the reason because it was so intimate. It was so great. It was getting better. And I really loved that part. But then I feel like we didn't connect a lot on the other parts. We'd started, we kind of lost the, uh, you know, when you get out of that infatuation phase and then you're like, oh, actually we don't have a lot to chat about or we don't relate on a lot of other stuff, but the sex was getting better and better. So yeah, I think. But I mean, it's not necessarily that you stayed in it because you were thinking, well, if we break up, we won't be having sex. I mean, it's fair enough to think, well, the sex is good. I'll stay in it. I mean, yeah. it doesn't necessarily oh, correlate no. between this concern about, oh, I won't be able to have one night stands. No, so. true. Like, because I'm not probably still, you know, I was like, I, I'm not, I, right now, I don't even want to have sex with anybody. Like, I'm just like, oh, I need a little break. And well, it's I, only been a week. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's not like I ran out straight away, but I'm just thinking in my, it'd be nice, I guess, if there was never that slut shaming or even that feeling of guilt. Like any of the one night stands I had before, I didn't feel great after them. Uh, I didn't really enjoy them. I guess it as well, though. It's just you build a level of comfortability uh, and I do think I stay in things a little longer just because of that like intimacy and and I love sex yeah you know I do miss that I already missed the sex we had a lot of sex we'd have sex in the morning and in the evening uh anytime we saw each other it was great and that was a big huge part of our relationship and he he was really communicative in that part so if you know it just didn't translate into the other parts yeah 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 but we're not talking about that. No, but I'm we're just... We're not talking about... It made me think about One Night you just stands. broke up with the guy that you've been talking about on the podcast every week. Yeah, we're just not We're now. not talking about that. We're not, we're not, we're not. Um, yeah, because I don't have a lot to say about that, but, yeah. but it made me think about One Night Stands. No, which is fair enough. It's a, good to- it's a good topic because, you know, a lot of people have different feelings about One Night Stands. Uh, straight away there's a judgment on one night stands as if somehow it's yeah. it's it's a negative people there's a very wide range of opinions on why they are good or bad you'll find very few men have a problem with one night stands yeah 
I think as well what I would do because so when I br- came out of my serious relationship in Ireland I was like oh I want to have like fun and maybe try it but any person I had casual sex with in my head I was like oh I need to date them now because I felt like I had to date them to have casual sex too just to make my but that was all my own issue yeah but I think well I think that's quite common that well first of all there's a sense I guess I mean we, we should have got another woman actually because yeah you're the only one that really has a problem with one night stands, <laughs> like in the sense that guys yeah. don't really give a fuck. Yeah, you know, uh, in in general. I mean, I think well, you know, I think guys are quite happy to have them. Yeah. So, uh, it would you know it'd be great to have just one other point of view on the sort of like why it's a positive or a negative, but there's definitely a judgment on one night stands as if somehow that's a mistake yeah. that, that a woman made. I mean, there's definitely slut shaming that goes with it. Although I think that's well, women are great here. That's fading. You My know? friends here are like, you know, they go out, they get what they want, and then they're like, "Good luck, see you later." I'm not even. They, there's, there's any. My friends here don't seem to have um, much of a, an issue with it. Yeah, well, let's break it down. Number one. Uh, well, I, I, I kind of wish, in a way, we had feedback from our listeners too, because so let's just say, let's just throw out the potential scenarios. A lot of people say one night stands leave you feeling a bit empty. Uh, you know, just going on like what women say, I guess a lot of women say that they feel a deeper connection. Sometimes they say because of the physiological scenario of somebody being inside of you that it feels like there's, a, there's more intimacy for the woman with sex and that a one night stand, despite the pleasure, can leave you feeling a bit empty afterwards. You know, are these things that you're feeling? I think for me, no, it's more just the more I know them, the more comfortable I am with them, the more I'm going to enjoy the sex. Yeah, I know. But, but, I, I, but when I, I was younger, I did feel that way. So that's yeah, true. That, that's, okay. But let's talk about the thing. Okay. okay, so not I don't feel that way now. But when I was younger, I definitely did. I felt like I remember I, the first one I stand it off, had after my boyfriend. I remember like crying the next day. I felt so guilty. And I oh, you felt know, guilty? Yeah, I just felt like, oh, it didn't re- I didn't get pleasured. I didn't really know him. And I had been drunk, so in hindsight, it wasn't that hot one. And I woke up the next day, and I just, yeah, I just, I didn't feel happy with the whole. I felt like very yeah, full of regret. Yeah, regret. Oh God, that's a horrible feeling. Yeah, but there's a lot of regret that goes with one night stands. Yeah. It's probably like if you put in the top five words associated with one night stands, you get a lot of people come up with regret. Yeah, I and when I was over here, when I first came over here, I did a Tinder date, and I don't think. It wasn't the first date that we had sex, but it did turn out to be a one-night stand because I never heard from him again. <laughs> well, it's not a one-night stand if you had a date. If it was a second date, Wait, it's okay, no so longer a one-night no, well, stand. Okay, so we had a date and we had a couple of drinks and he didn't come home. But then the next date, where it wasn't really technically a date, he drunk called me at like 12 a.m. And I was like, okay, you can come over. It was I was a little bit innocent in that regard. And he didn't come till 2 and I was like, oh, okay. I kind of like, this is so pathetic. I like sat up and wait for him. And then he came in and it was definitely just for sex. And so I had sex with him, but it was just not good. And he was like, I'm going to fuck you till the sun comes up. And I was like, oh, please don't. Um, and then he didn't. He fell asleep on top of me, inside me. So God. <laughs> it was a nightmare. So uh, Especially if it's during winter, you know, it's a lot of fucking you have to do before the sun comes up. I, know, I yeah. hope it was in June. I hope it was June 21st. <laughs> it was. Give you a break. I know. It was, <laughs> and he didn't, didn't fulfill his promise. But um yeah, so that was kind of like I was like, yeah, oh, that's this like isn't, a booty this call. isn't for me. Yeah, booty call. I was booty called. Oh, that's a straight innocent. up booty call. Yeah. Yeah. You felt a bit used. Yeah, I felt a bit naive because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sure I'll see him again, and then I didn't. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in in both of those, well, certainly in that scenario, it's a scenario where it's not really like something that you were pursuing. Yeah. I mean, it's something that you allowed to happen, but it's not like you were like, fuck, I'm you know, I'm just so horny. And fuck it, if I meet a guy tonight, I'm just getting my fucking, yeah. I'm getting what I need. Yeah. I'm getting my needs met. I don't think I've ever felt like that because still to this day, like I love sex and it's great. And like I said, the last week was the best sex I ever had. Oh, because this is a little gross now, but um, the, so the, the last week, the sex I had was the first time I'd ever like squirted during sex twice, which was amazing feeling. But I was still like, ah, I'm still not happy. So I'm not going to stay in this. But until then, when I pleasure myself, it's still better than any sex. Like when I have like shower time. So I don't really feel the need to go out and be like, if I'm like, I'm so horny, I'm like, I'd rather go home to the bathroom than 
Does that make sense? Well, I don't know because I thought we were talking about one night stands, but already twice you've gone back to the boyfriend. No, but I mean, I'm just saying. You sure you don't want to talk about the boyfriend you just broke up with? I'm just saying my point is that I've never been like, I've been like horny for the people I fancy, I guess, but I've never been like, oh, I need to go to a bar and fuck right now. I've never felt that. Yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that that people, uh, you know, like. But I guess I could if you meet someone out or. Yeah. I guess I was with that guy that time. I was like, fuck it. I and mean, then it was just really bad. But he satisfying. just came over though. You, yeah. weren't, you weren't 100% sure what was going down. No, but then I let it. Like I was like, oh, okay, this is like hot. We're kissing. And then it was like, oh, this yeah, is but the you worst. Yeah, but re- you had a lot of regret. Yeah, yeah. It was sad. It was sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah sad. It was, it was sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it would have been good. You're right to have a guest on here who's like, I have the best one night stands ever. <laughs> no, but when you say, like, why do you say sad? I just felt sad the next day. Like, oh. Yeah. See, th- like, see, I that's stayed up thing. late. I could have just stayed in and watched a movie and went yeah. to bed early. I've wasted my energy. Yeah, you had a lot of regret. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's hard for guys to really feel like regret in the same way that you were feeling. I guess. I mean, I've, I mean, I've certainly had, like, regret around a one-night stand just because it's like, oh. You know, I'm not, I'm not really into being, you know, this is like, because I guess the, the energy of it drives you forward and, you know, it seems like a good idea. You know, like sex yeah. brings on a lot of, um, you know, sex actually clouds your judgment. But isn't it so funny that we can have sex with, like, okay, so I'll think of a one night stand I did have here um, when an Australian guy and we were out drinking we went home together and, you know, we had sex and the next morning it was just so awkward. I didn't know, like this is years ago when I first moved over, but I was like, I didn't know what to talk to him about. It was so weird because we had something that was so intimate and the next morning I'm like, so what do you do? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, when, when they stay over, it's, it's, it's not great. I know, I went to the share when I came out, he was gone. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He, he couldn't handle it. the awkwardness. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it was awkward. But it's just so funny because sex is so intimate. And then I guess, and I guess that's all a bit with booze as well. You're yeah, just booze. Like, you know, but booze like, is you know, booze makes you know clouds your judgment anyway. Yeah, so it does. That's why I'm very you know, and a lot it. of one night stand behavior is related to booze. Yeah, but I haven't had a one night stand related to booze in 24 years, <laughs> so <laughs> it's never related to booze for me. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I like. The, the only regret I have is that awkwardness and stuff. But as you get older, I mean, when I was younger, I guess, you know, there's just this, there's a drive, isn't there? It's like this sense of like, oh, I'd love to get laid, you know? Yeah. And I actually like, I'm never dying to have a one night stand, quote unquote. I just want to have sex that night. I'm not, I'm not specifically thinking like, this is the only time I'm going to yeah. fuck this person. But I guess, you know, a one night stand officially is like you meet somebody and then you have sex with them I guess and it's just very passionate I guess yeah yeah. I mean I've had some good ones I've had some not great ones you know yeah I've had like I mean I'd yeah I'd probably have a better one now that I know my body a bit better this year but I just also don't I can't imagine having a one night stand when I barely drink anymore as well yeah I mean it really depends perhaps as you get older you know it's really down to the individual I mean the whole thing of whether, whether it's down to shame, you know, whether it's down to uh, a judgment of women that you're giving up something early. Yeah. Uh, or if it's just genuinely like the, the, the emotional uh, investment is too much for the immediate disconnection, yeah. you know? You know whether that whether it's either of those things are more important in terms of why one night stands often lead to regret. It's hard to know, but I think partially there's a lot of judgment around one night stands. Yeah. That in a way are unnecessary because if you actually just want to have fun with somebody for a night, why should it be more of a thing for a woman to have done that than for a man? No, I completely agree with you, and I think some of my girlfriends over here that can do it and be fine with it afterwards i'm like that's great i would love to be able to just kind of disassociate those feel like you shouldn't be hard on yourself um so yeah no i think i mean you haven't had a good one so that that kind of helped you know and 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 and, and under no circumstances am i suggesting that you should go out and do it because there are certain things there are certain things about one night stands that are naturally or by their very uh by their very nature are more problematic uh there's a greater chance, well, there's a less of a chance that you'll know this person's like 
sexual history, so you don't know if you're taking any risks. I mean, you have protected sex, so that helps some of it, but not all of it. Uh, two, there is more of a chance that booze is involved, and when booze is involved, you can make mistakes, mm-hmm. not put condoms on right. Um, and then, I guess, you know, third, there's just more of a chance that it'll be shit. Yeah. Slappy and drunk if it is going to be drunk. Well, if it's drunk, there's and a, then you a don't huge, know each other. huge chance it's going to be... And look, it might be dangerous as well. That's the, you know, you need... If yeah, you don't. women have more to fear. Yeah. You know, women sure. have more to fear. There's a lot less sexual assault of men from women. I yeah. think almost non-existent. I have no <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think it's a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, women, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's quite a lot of risk. Yeah, uh, no, there 100%. is. 100%. I mean, if I was a woman, I would think that it's silly to have a one-night stand with a complete stranger. Yeah, I... That, that's what I would think because, like, for example, I, one time I was at the cellar and this woman, she was from the South. She was with her friends. They were all quite drunk. And uh, they, I was on stage. They came up to me afterwards and the friend actually said to me, this is my friend. She's here for the weekend. She's dying to have a one-night stand in New York and she'd really like to have it with you. And it was like, okay, fine. We all hung out, went for a drink. She was quite drunk, but she was like, are we going back to your place? I was like, okay, we're coming back. We came back and, you know, we had like, a one, you know, we had a one-night stand. It was, it was what she wanted, you know. It was like all her. <laughs> and what know? the friend wanted. She passed out. <laughs> she, you know, she, sl- she slept here. And then she got up the next morning and, and left. Yeah. And that's what she wanted. And, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, you don't know me. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe, maybe some women feel a safety because you're the guy that's on stage. I don't know, but she, she was back here sleeping in my, like, it, I think it's a dangerous situation. Yeah, no, I would rather have a one-night stand with someone I know. Like, is a one-night stand considered a one-night stand if it's a friend? Well, it doesn't really matter if it's a fucking one-night stand or not anyway. I mean, the label of it is not important. Well, yeah, I would, I would rather it be a friend or someone you know that's, like, linked. I don't yeah, but then it fucks up your, your relationship. Oh, yeah, right, true. Like, not a close friend, but I mean someone like a no, friend's yeah, friend. Yeah, or, somebody, yeah, yeah. Within, in, in, so within the circle of friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I know, personally, it's not for me. Uh, I can't imagine, I can't imagine, like, because that wouldn't be my, like, going back, with, let's say if I was on a weekend with my girls and going back, I'd be like, no, I just want to party with my friends. Yeah, but, yeah, but you, you, you don't know that, you know. You, you, she you, might have just went through a divorce though as well. And I was like, so maybe if I just went, yeah, who knows? You're right. Maybe if it was a longer relationship, I might be like. I think then, she was married, to be honest. Oh, well, also as well, this, there is a safety to you being the, the celebrity and then the friend saw you. So they kind of know, like, you'd be the Yeah, yeah, one. no, but I mean, you know, the, I, I, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I she might have been married. Yeah, you're right. But, uh no, but I, I, know you, I know you're saying you just want to hang out with your friends, but like you, you, got, you can't just think of it in your own personal stuff. No, I you know. Gotta, you got to think about it in relation to the fact that, say you go on a vacation to like the Bahamas, yeah. and you're in a club at the resort, and you're on the dance floor, and you make a connection with this guy, and he's hot, hot, and you start and kissing, heavy. and you just think, yeah, fuck it, I'm on vacation, yeah. I'll go back with this guy. So, I mean, that, that can happen, and that, that can be fun. And yeah, That's why and the judgment about one night stands always being a problem is, you know, I mean, it's it, like everything on this podcast, it's each to their own. And that scenario would be great for me because then I'm like, well, I'm never going to see them again. Well, you know, so then I wouldn't feel like, oh, I should talk to them again the next day or you, know, you wouldn't feel the guilt because you're like you're on holidays. Yeah, but you shouldn't feel the guilt I know, anyway. I know I shouldn't. The, the, you know, <laughs> but I, I'm you just know, saying... But, but, but at the same time, that's not to say... Uh, when I say you shouldn't feel guilt about one night stands, that's not, I'm not trying to suggest everyone should be comfortable having one night stands. You, it's just you, like... But you should, you should just like... If you want to have one, you shouldn't feel, have to feel bad about it. Yeah, true. And the concept of feeling bad about sexual behavior is... You know, there's, there's, it's, just, it's just a minefield. Yeah. You know? And... I know we, we, we keep coming back to it, but I think Irish people do feel it a little bit more, you know, and it's silly, really, yeah. because we have just, you know, we have moved on from this concept of sex being like this sacred thing. You know, you, you can have safe sex. You can have sex without getting pregnant. It's, you know, have we talked about rock climbing before? No. Because I always find it funny the way people are like, oh, it's sex, you know, like, you know, don't have one night stands. You know, sex is less sacred. You know, it's very intimate. It's a very special thing. And it's like, yes, sometimes it is that. 
that then sometimes it's just really fucking fun to just have sex. Yeah. And now that we have condoms and other forms of birth control and it's very uh, sexual transmitted, uh, screenings for STIs are very accessible. So there's a whole load of safety precautions that we can take now to not have the consequences that used to exist in the past, you know? So rock climbing is a very enjoyable pastime. But it also has a lot of risk. Yeah. A, a lot of risk. Way more risk than having a one-night stand. But nobody turns around and is like, you know, you're taking a lot of risk by doing this rock climbing. They just think, yeah, rock climbing sounds fun. Or parasailing, so, you know, or yeah. fucking kite surfing sounds fun. But for some reason, when it comes to sex, I guess because it's two people and there's like emotions involved. But people are like way more concerned about the safety precautions and how it might affect you. Yeah. In relation to, and, and I think a lot of that is from the judgment. And if there wasn't as much judgment, then you could make a clearer decision of, yes, I'm into one-night stands. No, I'm not into one-night stands. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I think that there's a wide spectrum of that, just the same way that not that many people are into rock climbing. Yeah, I am definitely not into rock climbing. Yeah, but you, you get Ugh. my point. No, I do. It's great. It's a great point. Absolutely. You know, but, I, I, you know, and it, it's... And I do think now, like, I, would feel, I wouldn't feel as guilty because I'm just like, I feel very much like... If that did happen, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. That's like I'm at a different place in my life. But that kind of took coming over here. I maybe just growing up a bit. But I don't know. I haven't had a one night stand in years, so I'll let you know in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'd like to point uh, out that this was Katie's topic suggestion. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I just was thinking about it. I guess I was just thinking like, what I ha- like. I was just thinking about how much. I loved having sex in the relationship I just came out of and that was my favorite part of it. And it's like, oh, maybe I just like sex. I'm just coming to this. The last two relationships I was in, or there wasn't a relationship before, was just dating. Really all I liked out of that, though my favorite part was the sex as well. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just a sexual person. I haven't like let myself experience like other things because with the one night stands when I was younger, I just felt guilty and I obviously wasn't enjoying it because I didn't know how to, make myself come so it was just very dissatisfying so i'm just interested now with this one night stand like oh you you have a you have a curiosity i have a curiosity well like i said to you before we were on air like all your most likely you're gonna have a way higher success rate with your sexual experiences which has oh yeah which has everything to do with you just learning more about yourself learning what makes you you know, and uh, but that's also because you're getting older. Like, I mean, people tend to have better sex as they get older. Yeah, it's you great. Know, it just it just naturally happens. You drop a lot of your hang-ups and all these things. And but that still doesn't mean that you're gonna have a one-night stand and enjoy it. And yeah. I and I don't think you should have a one-night stand for the sake of having one. And I look, and I probably won't. I just was thinking about it. Like I was thinking about would I or not even maybe a one-night stand, but maybe something a bit more casual. But some people, we, but but I definitely think that, you know, that's perhaps uh, something that might be good for you to explore or certainly to not feel like you have to get into something committed because as quick as you you yeah. have done in the past perhaps i mean this is this is i mean it's very personal for you i'm not giving you know, and I, I, think, I, I think i was going to talk generally about one night stands i don't want to be giving no, you like life advice no but i think people i think people will relate to that as well where you kind of realize and where something maybe can be a bit more casual than i think a lot of people there's a lot of people who maybe rush into relationships and then when the infatuation wears off, they're like, oh, maybe this should have went slower or yeah, maybe it could have been. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know because hindsight's twenty twenty, and that, I know, that, that's true. not that, yeah, yeah. That, that's not as like clear cut across the board. Yeah, true. You know? But I, but I think that uh, even in the casual stuff, it's still it's still a minefield because usually one person is not as comfortable with the arrangement as the other tends yeah. to be the case and even when you're talking about it now i'm like no i probably probably couldn't do casual <laughs> i probably would end up having feelings so <laughs> if but it was i'm sure really that there's some women listening to this right now and they're thinking that katie sounds like she needs like a booty call she needs a she needs a friend with benefits yeah like once a month you need, a, you need an <laughs> fwb yeah baby <laughs> you need an fwb because like basically a friend with benefit is somebody who you can fuck like a one-night stand without any of the guilt or the remorse. The only thing you have to deal with in that scenario is usually one of the friends with benefits wouldn't mind it being more of a relationship than the other. But yeah. that, that, again, is just a, a sweeping generalization about these types of things. Yeah. And then, obviously, there'll be people listening that will be full of judgment about whether that's a healthy thing or not. But, you know, at the end of the day, if, when you're in a relationship, 
you have a lot of regular sex, then you're not in one. You know, sometimes it just feels like you wouldn't mind getting your your needs met. Yeah. And thank God for the shower hose and well, my yeah. sex toy. That yeah, sex bit, yeah, but that's not always enough. I know. You know, it's it's really not always enough. And one night stands might not be the solution to that for you, but I don't even think so. But I just I thought it was like a I was thinking about that. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was. It's an interesting subject. Just with coming as a person who's felt a lot of shame with one night stands, um, and just the, how silly that is now that I'm older. I, I honestly don't think if I had one now, I would feel. I would probably just be like, ugh, maybe that was a bit of a waste of my time. But I wouldn't be like, ah, I gotta go. Well, you know, uh, I mean, despair. One night stand tips for anybody who's listening, for women anyway, and it's difficult because the guy might not be receptive to this, but it's still all the same rules that apply when you have to communicate. You know, if you're, you might as well try to get the most out of it as, as possible. So you might as well try to tell the guy the shit that you're into, or you yeah. might as well try to guide him if he's doing something you're not happy with or you're doing something that you think he could do better. All the same rules apply. I mean, you can still, you can still not you, but one can take everybody, that any, anything they've learned from listening to this podcast or anything they've learned throughout their, their years of their sexual life and apply them to having this first sexual experience with somebody mm-hmm. you know? and just be nice to yourself afterwards because actually now i'm thinking well like you know instead of being like that was a waste of my energy just i'll just be like oh well i put you know that was like a physical sport yeah i love the rock climbing analogy exactly <laughs> i just i just lost like i just uh, worked out a muscle there what's well, just true isn't and it, it releases dopamine it makes you happy so you just have to be nice to yourself because in the end but you oh, got to think about sorry go, go ahead well, I was just going to say, because I was recently, a girl was talking to me and she was like talking about how someone made her feel slutty because she was like, oh, I didn't realize like, and she said a, a number of sexual partners was that bad. And she was like, oh, you're probably way less. And in my head, I was like, I am so much higher than, th-. well, I didn't, I said it to her, like, I'm so much higher than that. And she was like, but you don't. And I was like, just because I don't come across, I also, I just don't tell everybody, you know, if, you know, I don't even let people put that well, I do now on the podcast obviously but I mean I I it was it's annoying judgment that someone made on her and they shouldn't have done that and I, I really Absolutely. Well, really slut, like the, the whole concept of a slut is yeah. is dated I mean it, basically that goes along with what I was about to say which yeah. is why in, in any way shape or form is it a problem if you want to do that I, I want to know I want to I want somebody to give me a good reason uh, okay they might say well afterwards you might have some regret or you might not be emotionally ready but what if you discover that you're actually cool with it yeah right if you're cool with it then uh, w- honestly what is the problem yeah once you once you're aware of the risks and once people are being honest with each other which is very important you know people understand that like nobody's lying to the other person it's hard to achieve all this I get it but in a utopian one night stand scenario what's the fucking problem and none of this uh, what is the problem there is no yeah there's no problem and it's each your bloody own and yeah and just don't if you just if you're afraid just don't tell people you know people don't even need to know well people definitely don't need to know once you're comfortable with it yourself fuck everybody else but a lot of times people tell other people because they're not comfortable yeah and they you look for kind of i do that a lot in my life i like look for reassurance of off other people i'm like is this okay that i did this and they're like calm down you're just like you know yeah so but the other thing is the condoms is really important and I feel like there is a lot of situations where I have had a lot of guys who'd be like oh it feels better without the condom and I'm like I haven't said this but my friend said this and I thought it was great she said well it, it would it might feel better with the condom but it won't feel better to have no sex it's either no sex or condom and I was like oh you're so great that's the best phrase I've ever heard Oh, yeah, but I mean, th- you don't even need a phrase. You just have to make it very clear for yeah. yourself that you're not having sex without a condom. I mean, I, I've, had, I've, had, I've had unprotected sex in my life, uh, and, and most of the time it has to do with... The, well, there's, there's two scenarios where I, ha- I have had unprotected sex. Number one is the super horny scenario where you don't have condoms and you think we shouldn't have sex, but then it just gets to the point where you're just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, you know? pull out. Yeah, but you, it just happens, Yeah, you know? And then I guess the other scenario is... Uh, where, um, sorry, what was I? I, 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 I got distracted by something else there. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. So my, the two my, unprotected sex things. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I mean, okay. I, I know. I just can't remember the sex. I had, I had two things in my head, and it just yeah. it went completely out of my. I think because I started thinking about a particular yeah. scenario. But anyway, uh, the any time. Where, like, a woman is just absolutely adamant, like, no way, 
like it's, we're just using condoms. Like we'll always, we'll always use condoms. So, and it shouldn't just be the woman's responsibility. I mean, mm-hmm. the guys should feel the exact same way. But, but I do think that because the women, women have that extra thing that they have to worry about. Guys have to worry about STIs mm-hmm. and they have to worry about getting a woman pregnant too. But women just have to deal with that more. Yeah. You know, they, they have more to lose. So I just think it's very important for everybody, men and women, to just be like, yes, it has to be protected sex. Yeah, especially one night stand because you just don't know. You know, it's not like they're rolling up with their STD check in hand. No, but I mean, that that increased. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, I've wanted to get doctors on. We talked to Thomas about it, but unprotected sex in my lifetime, because I I first had sex in 1990, but ignore that. (laughs) I started having sex again in 1994. In 1990, I was born in 1990. Yeah, 1994. The night Kurt Cobain died was the second time that I had sex. And, uh, you know, in those days, no, like, well, certainly my experience was, Nobody had sex without a condom, yeah. you know, Un- unless you're in like a relationship. Yeah. Like, but just like, it was just like, cause it was the, you know, the AIDS epidemic was still like fresh in people's minds. And just like the concept of unprotected sex was like, what, you out of your <laughs> fucking mind? You crazy? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, nowadays, and I, maybe it's cause, maybe it's cause I'm older and maybe like, I guess yeah, you end up being with, with people that are not as concerned about pregnancy. So it's, you know, like. STIs is always like a second level fear, I guess. Just a lot less concern about condoms, which is bad, you know? It's so bad. It's definitely bad. She, like, the more we do this podcast, the more that I learn about stuff. And I'm like, I can't believe I ever had unprotected sex. <laughs> like, terrified. I talked to my sister today on the phone and she's just turned 17. So I'm like, okay, we need to talk about sex. And you need to make sure you never have unprotected sex. There is diseases i didn't even know existed that i only yeah. found out this year <laughs> well you know i mean the more education the more uh, use yeah. of unprotected sex. i mean i find that in ireland there's definitely a higher incidence of people not using condoms yeah i think there's a bad culture in the irish hookup quote unquote hookup culture yeah of not using condoms and i think it is back down to drink as well oh god like if i have a few drinks to me i'll be dancing on the table i have to really watch it with drinks i really lose my well listen I mean, I made a whole series about booze. Booze will increase your chance of being assaulted yeah. or assaulting. Yeah. It'll increase your chance of, of, of hitting a woman. You know, it, it, mo- like, I don't know what the percentage is of domestic violence is related to booze, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, vehicular death related to booze. I mean, booze just has so many negative consequences. Yeah. It, it, it requires a whole other podcast for that. Yeah. But certainly in relation <laughs> to sexual behavior. And the problem is that sometimes when people try to put that message out there, that like, if you're fucking really drunk, bad shit's going to go down. Sometimes people tr- think that you're suggesting that it's a woman is partially responsible because she was too drunk. Yeah. But, but you're not actually suggesting, oh, no, that woman deserved it because she was drunk. You're just saying that, like, hey, by the way, you know, the world sucks. The world is not fair. And the drunker you are, you're actually increasing your chance that something bad can happen. Yeah. And that's not to say that you deserve it or that you've done anything wrong. Not at wrong, all. It's so unfair. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to be safe. It's you know, like, in other words, like, you put in a seatbelt in your car. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Well, sometimes it's you're protecting against you making a mistake, but you're also protecting against somebody else making a mistake, yeah. you know? And so the truth is that like, if you're very drunk, you know, it's not, it's not your fault if something bad happens, but it is gonna increase the chance of something bad happening. And, and th- that, it's, good that, it's good that people know that. That's just mm-hmm. very important, you know? And this is, this is not in any way, shape or form suggesting that anyone deserves anything, but it's just important to get that message across independent of suggesting that it was anyone's responsibility that they were drunk, which is not the case. However, you are safer if you don't get too drunk. That yeah. is a fact. And like, you know, you can still get drunk and have a, the crack, but I would get drunk where it would be like blackout. So Yeah, it's very I'm dangerous. So dangerous. And when I think about, like I've already talked about it that time I had sex and I didn't remember it. And now luckily it was a friend who I wouldn't have slept with anyway. But my point is that it was that could have been a stranger or they could have hurt me and I remember waking up I was like naked and I looked around my room and I was like oh it's grand didn't do anything and then I fucking saw a shoe that wasn't mine and I was like oh my god that's that's too frightening It, it is frightening but then I came out and it was like 
uh, a, it was a friend and my roommates all were like no you were fine when you went like I and that's just me drunk too drunk it's you I I seem like I'm fine so it was like oh fuck that could have been I could have been hurt or you know it's not it's not good I, I I just think I stopped creating memories or something I don't know what it's the, a blackout yeah and it's, 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 it's too much alcohol does to your brain oh it's awful and then because I'm so functioning all of my friends were like no you were fine yeah, and, exactly. and I would never like even you know this guy it's not it's not at all he he was drunk as well you know that's the way that could have been a totally different situation but it was a wake-up call for me and it's also important to point out that no matter how good of a guy you think you are if you get too drunk you could do something that turns out to be a crime when you sober up you know now in your mind it might not seem that bad you're a bit pushy a bit coercive but in the light of day and sobriety, you might realize, holy shit, you know, I was actually, I was, I was doing behavior that's borderline, you know, illegal, certainly problematic. And saying I was too drunk is not a fucking excuse. So that's the point I'm trying to make also, is that it's not just, oh, women are too drunk, they don't know that they're really at risk of being assaulted. It's like, bro, you're too drunk. Yeah. And you're actually at a higher risk of being an assaulter. Yeah. It's very important to point that out. Because booze makes people do fucking bad shit. And the thing is as well, it'd be nearly better, right, let's say, if you're about too drunk and you go home and you just sleep it off and then do it in the morning. But people are a bit nervous with sober sex or whatever, so it really well, depends. yeah, I mean, that's, I guess maybe. That, that, that's just the, the, the rational thoughts of a sober person on right, a Sunday Right, yeah, evening. it's easy for me to say that. That's so true. Um, God, I remember I brought home a guy. This is here, but I was on my... This is when I decided I can't have sex on the first night rule. I still brought him home even though I told him I wouldn't have sex but he came back and we chatted and we fell asleep I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast he fell asleep and the next morning I was like and then we all we did was kiss the next morning I got up and he didn't get up and I was like okay I'm gonna go to the shops like whenever you want to go go and so I went to the shops I came back he was still there and I was like, right, I have to go to... And it was 5 p.m. and you I had couldn't to go get to rid of him. I couldn't fucking get rid of him. 5 p.m. and he... He got up, he made the bed, and I was like, you really have to go, like, and so he left, and then he texted me, or he, like, Facebook messaged me, and um, said, hey, I left my keys in your apartment, and I was like, well, I'm in work till 2 a.m., this is when I was bartending, or no, it was, like, 5 a.m. I was working till, and I was like, I'll just have to wait till tomorrow, and then he was like, okay, I'll come over tomorrow and get it, and I was like, no, 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 I'll just meet you in the city, and I gave it to him, but then my friends were all like, is he, like, homeless? <laughs> Was he like just? Yeah, he probably was to, trying to like stay there. No, I tell you, you you pick up some wackos, man. I do, and I'm saying it today. I was like, "What's wrong with me?" Because I just my, my friend said my friend said uh, she's had a similar upbringing as me, and she's very comfortable with crazy like bizarreness that she kind of attracts. She had attracted a lot of weird men, and then my dad said to me that I don't give a lot of the nice guys um, a chance, so. Yeah, I'll figure it out eventually. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of bizarre. Yeah, I don't know if your dad is an objective observer about your sex life. By <laughs> the way, just for the <laughs> he goes to me on the phone. He goes, "I'm just sick of this. No more. Only Irishmen and only nice men." <laughs> oh, that's great. Your dad gets a little like, little, little nationalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With your sex life, you got to hold that thought. I have to pee. Yeah. So, oh, let me put my headphones back in. You, you went for a wee. No, I had to. I had to. I, I, it was really bad. No, that's fine. I understand. I wee so much. I. I, I mean, I, I think we, have bladder we, problems. We, I could probably not. I probably. I probably edit it out. I probably won't mention the wee. Oh, um, we were sa- you were saying my dad was nationalist. No, I think as well. It's just that he's like, oh, he'll think I'll come home one day if I ended up with an Irishman. Um, but also that thing about not giving nice guys a chance. Generally, are you even saying, oh, you attract some? Looney Tunes, but the Looney ones are the ones who come up to you, and I'm just like, oh, it's great, I'll have a good chat, and then you're like, all right, okay. Like, I think there's more, they're the people who approach, like, I think sometimes they're the people who are just approaching me on nights out, or or who are asking for my number, or asking me out, who have the confidence to do that, maybe. Yeah, or maybe you could just be a little more discerning, Katie. I could be a bit more selective. With the people that you (laughs) fucking bring back to your house. yeah i guess that person though we had friends in common so i knew it's all right it doesn't matter i'm I'm only kidding i'm not judging you yeah yeah i know i know so Uh, let me let me give some more night stand advice you know because i've had them yeah and you know i I love them (laughs) okay do i've had some great ones you know yeah and then i've had oh i think i might have told you this story but 
So, you know, because obviously a lot of women, particularly Irish women, have hang-ups about one-night stands, and they think, like, if they, if they have sex, you know, if they're in a situation where it's, like, super hot, and they want to have sex, they think, well, I can't have sex because it's a one-night stand. So that they don't want to do it. Yeah. So I had one one time, and uh, I think, I don't, I don't know if I told the story, but uh, it was actually in Boston, but it was, it was with an Irish girl. And we're back at my hotel, and uh, it was intense, very intense sexual buildup, but she was just like, we can't have sex. And I was like, that, that's totally fine. But it just kept building up to this like intense nadir of <laughs> attraction. And then she'd be like, okay, we're not having sex. And I'd be like, okay, I get that we're not having sex, but you know, the, you, like, you, keep, you keep like building it. Because I, I, I would always be like, all right, like, let's fucking shut it down. Because <laughs> like, you know, you need to shut it down, you know? Yeah. And uh, so... Like, it kept building up, and then it was like, all right, look, like, let's just go to sleep. Like, let's just fucking sleep, you know? Stop this. It's fucking drive me insane. <laughs> and, because uh, I was never going to be the one that's like, no, 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 let's have sex. You know, because yeah. I always, like, I just leave it up to them. It's like, whatever you want to do. So she was just like, no, can't. You know, can't it be a one-night stand, you know? So we fell asleep, fucking like four in the morning. She wakes me up and fucking literally puts my... <laughs> insider like i wasn't gonna do it she just fucking did it yeah she was just like all right i guess it's not a one-night stand anymore we've slept for two hours oh it was just funny the mental tricks she was playing with her brain yeah but that's yeah so that's how she but did the funny, it to feel but, okay but, yeah but here's the thing for me i think if you're so fucking horny and you want to have sex like what was really stopping her from from doing it yeah you know and we kept after i remember we kept in touch after that and we hung we actually met a, f a few other times back in ireland and like it was fine i mean we didn't end up getting into a relationship but we had fun yeah you know so and i didn't have any hang-ups about it so i think it's funny that uh you know uh, women can have a lot of hang-ups about it but uh just this is just like light-hearted one-night stand tips i think i think if you just want to have a one-night stand and you know that you should really like uh tell the guy to leave or the guy should leave i think it's i think you have a higher chance of it being weird if you stay. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, but now some people might disagree with me and say, it's nice when they stay or you want to keep that connection or you want to have sex in the morning. And I guess that's fine if you're both sober, you know. But I, I, I think as a safety for it being a positive experience, yeah, it's better. Because just, just, for, just for the practical reason alone, that you always have a shit night's sleep when you're sleeping with a stranger. Yeah. You always have a fucking shit night's sleep when it's like, who the, f you know, like, like they start moving. And I'm, I'm always like super paranoid that I'm like keeping the other person awake when I turn. Yeah. And then you're like, you're not really, you can't relax. And then you wake up in the morning and when you're in a relationship, your breath smelling is fine. But that'd be my nightmare for stranger <laughs> wakes up. I'd have to like get up, brush my teeth, oh, get back into bed. I always get up and brush my teeth. Yeah. That's a guarantee. Yeah. If I get up from my morning pee, I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Yeah, cause we're and then if they turn around and they want to get it going, I'll be like, uh, I think you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I have a spare toothbrush in there. <laughs> yeah, just eat some fucking toothpaste. Yeah, man. eat some toothpaste. Americans are, Americans are actually more paranoid about that than Irish. I've not, like, Americans are like more breath paranoid, I've noticed. Yeah, I had my roommate said that to me once. I was just sitting beside him on the couch and brushed my teeth yet, and he was like... I think you need to brush your teeth. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, uh, <laughs> it's like, you're the dirtiest hooker I know, but my breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that's, I, I, I think it's better to, you know, uh, to go. I think one night stands are better than hotels. Yeah. Oh, now that sounds attractive to me. I'd sneak out like a cat or something. One night stands, I think, are, uh, are better in hotels. I think a lot of people are more liberated in hotels. I used oh. to have a routine about it, but... Didn't Kate share something about that, actually? Kate, she was on the podcast, the hypnotist. Kate Sheila, what did she say? She said um, uh, hotel sex is great for when you're in a relationship because you can get, or just in general even, but one of the things she said was because you can kind of, you're free yourself. You do like, you're like a different, you can kind of escape from yourself a little bit. Did she say that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could get it up, should I? Just uh, in case I'm misquoting her. 
Well, we're not going to go back and listen oh. to it. No, I mean, she posted it on her Instagram. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that. No, sorry. it was sorry. like a whole thing about how hotel sex is great oh, for yeah, everybody. I have a routine about hotel sex. Okay. Like, why is it about hotel? You know, but I'm not going to do it now. But like, what is it about hotels that just makes you feel dirtier? But there's a, there is a liberation. There's no concern about other, your neighbors hearing. Yeah. Uh, you're not worried about the sheets. I was just going to say, is it you who has that about the sheets? I love that. Yeah, I do. Actually, I keep forgetting to do that routine. No, it's so good. I remember when I heard that. That's so good because Nothing I makes love... Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so... Because I had booked us a hotel... Like, I booked us a hotel recently and I was really excited to have hotel sex. And then I went to the gynecologist and she told me I wasn't allowed to have sex for two weeks. So we had a hotel with no hotel sex. Oh. It was so disappointing. But that's, the sheets are still great to sleep in. That's when you're taking it in the arse. Um... <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to clean the sheets, you know? It's so great. Yeah, you're so right. And then, like you said, there's no worrying about neighbors. You can get as loud as you want. Yep. Oh, I there's love it. It's like somebody else's, you know, it's like somebody else's play. It's a libera- there's definitely a liberation to it. Yes. Because that's, I, in the routine, I do that. It's like, if you're married for a long time, just get a hotel. Yeah. Then the minute you're in a hotel, it's like, yeah. You're like and then I also, geez, I got to do it. Because, you know, I was very upset with myself. I forgot to put that routine into the, the special that I recorded in Ireland because I had cut back the routine I have about not getting, not getting a boner. I'd cut it back to make it better for like 15 minute spots here in the city. And in the cutting, I forgot that the, 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 the sheets routine and the hotel routine was like a digression within the, the, the boner bit. Yeah, I know. It's great. And then I, I know, but I, I, you know, that bit does not work as well in the United States. Now, don't get me wrong. It still works. But for, I think Irish women, uh, laugh more at the clean sheets thing than american women i agree i agree with you as well because i think there's something even the duvets over here you there's no duvet covers yeah they because they just have a uh, comforters yeah and, then and they have, have to, a flat sheet you have to bring that to the fucking wash then to wash it i like my sheets no no you have you you, you put the flat sheet oh you're supposed to put a flat sheet between under, it under yeah between the comforter and your your fitted sheet oh no that's why all the sheet sets here have a fitted sheet a flat sheet and two pillowcases. Okay, yeah. So have you been using a comforter with no sheet? No, I've been using no sheet. Oh, uh, this is an Irish mistake that you've I made. I just bring it. I bring. I go to the... You so you use the flat sheet as like a duvet cover. Okay, could you imagine now just me going to the laundry mat with this big duvet? I carry it down four Full streets. Full of Slovakian cum. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he came in condoms. Oh, <laughs> You'll have to take them off. And <laughs> yeah, I know. There was actually a bit of... Because it's grey. And the other day, I came back from our breakup. And then <laughs> I was like, look at my sheet. I was like, grey is not a good color for sex. Yeah, I have a grey one. I've noticed <laughs> a lot of you stuff. You see a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, you're supposed to be using a fitted sheet. Well, now I know. Uh, that doesn't require uh, bringing the comforter to the fucking laundromat every time. But you know what's so funny? We, I, did my, I did my laundry that day. And then... We've been broken up a week and I haven't actually put my sheets on my bed. I just put my comforter down and I've been sleeping on top of that. Oh, I do that all the time. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm not arsed and no one's going to see it. This is yeah, very comfortable. Exactly. It's great when nobody's coming over. I know. So I, I only clean my apartment when we're recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny when we had the Lulu and Tori episode. And Lulu, when I ran into her, she just goes, Des, very nice. Just ran by me. goes, I need to clean the apartment. No, I didn't <laughs> run by her. I stopped and talked to her. But I said, Lulu, if you don't mind. But she said, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I said, Lulu, if you don't mind, I'm just giving five minutes before you come up because i really i i hadn't <laughs> well that's what she meant i was in the hamptons you know yeah so i place i hadn't was spotless, i then. hadn't had a chance to get back and, and i left the place like a bomb hit it well you must have cleaned it very quickly because it was lovely when we came up oh i had to do a quick well yeah but everything was in like i literally grabbed everything and i chucked it <laughs> in the closet in room? yeah yeah in closet. yeah, yeah in, in my room and so uh, do you have any other tips well i don't know i'm making them up now as i'm going along okay but, i'm trying to think um well, do you have any questions? Um, well, I guess I... Because w- I've had a lot of one-night stands. You've told us about your three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, if you want to help unearth some memories here. Okay, well... Well, I... I had one one... This was, this is a long time ago. Another one with, like, the guilt. So, I remember I was at the HQ. It's on Abbey Street in Dublin. Met this girl. Dark-haired girl, I remember. Big smoker. Remember the smell of cigarettes? And uh, we went back to her place, which was in like Donna Mead, north side of Dublin. And uh, whatever, we were fooling around, making out. And then again, you know, it got to that stage where she was just like, we're not having sex. I was like, it's just totally fine. 
you know and then we're just hanging out and then um you know it built up again and then she was like we're not having sex i was like okay listen like you know it's fine and uh so i was just like listen i'm just gonna go you know and she was like you can't go and i was like well like don't get me wrong like i i i you're, there's, there's no problem you haven't done anything wrong but like i i just you know i just would prefer to go and she was like no don't go you know don't go and i was like no no it's fine like we've had some fun and, and i'm just gonna leave and then she started crying oh no i was like what's the matter and so then it built up one more time and then we had sex and i was like like she's just she with her own head she was yeah, wrecking her head, own head wrecking her own head yeah oh yeah no so that's yeah good it's just generally as well for women to be just a little nicer to yourself yeah she's just giving herself an awful time yeah and it's only you giving yourself the awful time yeah because you're just and then she probably felt really great after the sex maybe yeah she, but i mean i felt bad because she started crying i was like i'm i'm, I'm not doing anything I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just we've had some fun. It's like it's getting a little bit on the frustrating side yeah. now, you know. So I, I'm just going to go, you know, because I feel like I feel like you should go in that scenario. I kind of think as well. Like if a woman has said on numerous occasions, every time it gets close to having sex, I, I like I don't think we should have sex. Then it's like, yeah, OK. I mean, I agree with you. So I'm just going to fucking exit myself from the situation. Yeah. Like, I think that's like responsible. Yeah, but I think it's like I've been in that before where when I was younger where I'd be like, I don't want to have sex, I don't want to have sex and this is a bad thing and guys don't do that but because I kind of nearly wanted them to like push yeah, yeah, me yeah, into it yeah, a little. Because you, you want to feel like, you want to almost kind of put the ball into their court. Yeah, and then I mean, feel like... years ago I had a joke in my show about one night stands and I'd say, girls, I, uh, Irish girls always say, I don't normally do this. You know, I don't normally do this. Yeah. And I, I say, well... I do. So <laughs> leave cool. your shit. Leave your shit on your side of the bed because I'm real comfortable with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't normally do this. Whatever, man. I fucking love it. So fucking enjoy it because I'm fucking I'm I'm liberated here. Yeah. Um, what? Have any other questions about one night stands? Um, I can't remember the best one night stand I've ever had. I can't remember it. I've had some good ones though. I haven't had too many bad ones. Um, let me think. Any questions? Has it always been? Well, yeah. Well, I guess we, have you Tinder dated and one night standard? Have I Tinder dated? <laughs> um. I always think of one night stand at a bar and it's like 2 a.m. Well, you know, Tinder hasn't been around that long. Yeah, yeah I'm true. 43 years old. <laughs> yeah, but see, whereas Tinder is good, I guess, because then you can be very clear kind of what's happening, you know, like. You can be like, hey, we're going up for drinks, but I'm not looking for something serious. And you're like, okay, this person yeah, just wants yeah. to fuck. Yeah, well, I, I've never... Well, first of all, I, I never... I, I've gone on a few Tinder dates, but I've never gone on like a Tinder date or a Bumble date. Like, with, it's not even on my mind one yeah. bit that I want to have sex with this person. I'm happy to just go on a date. I, I think one time... Uh, it was a scenario where she clearly just wanted to like hook up and I, 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 I went along with the flow, but that's not, that's certainly not my modus operandi on Tinder. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm not really like inclined for the one night stand nowadays because, it, and it's just terrible to admit, but I'm just fucking old and I just be mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to deal with like the shitty sleep and the fucking, the tiredness the next day. Like it's not yeah. worth it. Like I'd rather, if a woman, was hit on me after the show i would be like give me your number let's meet up during the week like yeah. I, I i i can't remember that i think that that married time that the story i told you where we said maybe she was married yeah the, from the south i'm pretty sure that was the last time like i took somebody home after a show i i, I think I think it is as well, it was, it's right what you said about when you're younger, you're just a little hornier because now I find it that I'm not, I'm just not attracted to a lot of people. It's very selective of what I'm attracted to. But I don't to. think you're hornier when you're younger. Not, not, certainly not. No, women. but I mean like, okay, cause that's, yeah, you're right. That's not true because I'm hornier now than I was before. But I mean, I would have been more attracted to, I'm more selective now of what I'm attracted to. Not that that's better, but I mean, like when I go out with my friends, I'm like, oh, I'm not really attracted to most of these people i guess in my what i want is a bit more selective does that make sense yeah like i, I think i'm more sexually ex like better now i would have better sex 
but when I was younger, I would have had sex with people. I would have been more attracted to more range of people. I don't know if that is. Are you confident that it's made sense? I mean, I. It, it doesn't sound like it makes sense. It's. I have it in my head that the older I get, the less people I'm attracted to. Yeah, yeah, you know what you like. Yeah, okay, there we go. So those few one-night stands I had when I was younger, I definitely wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole now, those yeah, guys. Yeah, but like everyone, you know. Yeah. Everyone thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, you know? <laughs> well, I, but there is people that I've dated and slept with, and I'm like, oh, I would still sleep with them now, as in because I'm like, in the past couple of years, the guys that I've dated, I've, I've been very attracted to, but just got more selective as I got older. But I didn't have one-night stands with them, so I dated them. So no other questions? I'm like trying to think. I'm trying to just let me, give me, uh, well, what else could I ask? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any questions for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> well, I have a tip. What's a tip? Well, because it isn't super safe for women, so just always send your location to your friends. I feel like that's a good tip. Yeah, it's a good tip. Yeah, like I've, I've sent, gone back to Guy's house and been like sent location to the two girls that I'm best friends with. So. Any other safety tips for women? Um, I ignore, oh, do you know what? If they, oh, your gut, trust your gut. I've ignored my gut so many times and your gut tells you straight away if they're a bit of a, a bit, and I've been like, oh, it's grand. I'm just being silly. And then they do something weird and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I feel like if you're one night stand and they might be hot, but your gut is like a bit, oh, there's something weird here. Just get out of there. Yeah. Well, better safe than sorry. Cause you can always meet them again in the future yeah god yeah there was one weirdo i had a one night stand with here and he was uh, oh i've had a few one night stands um but yeah he after sex he told me a really weird story that sounded like he had assaulted someone before and i was like oh my god how do i get him out of my fucking house and just the whole sex thing was weird he like this is really gross and i apologize but he his choice of words you know, he was just like, I love the taste of your discharge, which is like, whatever. <laughs> I love the taste of your discharge. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I didn't know what to do with that because I've never, I was like, okay, it really took me out of the moment. Um, and then, yeah, he was just an oddball and I knew he was kind of odd, but I was like, oh, he's hot and I kind of want to have a bit of fun. And my friends had seen I was going, he was coming back to mine. Again, this is when I just moved over. And then, yeah, he had said like, oh, I kind of had sex with this woman, but she didn't really consent and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck are you telling me this for? Yeah, and why is he telling you that? It was so bizarre. And then God, he was- Katie, you meet the wackiest I guys. I fucking do. And then he told me he was a metrosexual. And I was like, oh, what is that? Because I'd never heard of that before in my life. And he goes, oh, I like to cut my fingernails and my toenails and wear nice shirts. And I was like- Oh, okay. And then I asked my friends afterwards. And it's, they were, it's a nothing term. Yeah, but it's like, it was a bizarre... Everybody cuts their toenails and fingernails, I hope. No, I know, but he was just saying that it he's like a, a modern guy, like yeah. a David Beckham type sort oh. of... Uh, you know, he, he's a, he grooms. Yeah, grooms. and my memory is like now... It's like a little fuzzy on that because it was so long ago, but I also think I was just like, oh, I need to forget this. <laughs> I oh, love the discharge. taste of your discharge. I'll never forget that, yeah, because it was like he was going down and he kept pulling back and pulling back and pulling back. Like So he would go in, he would lick for a second, go back, and I was like, what are you doing? And he go, and I wasn't co- at that stage, I wasn't confident enough to say what I liked, but I was just like, what do you do? And he goes, I like to tease. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> you yeah, just I, just I like do to it. Tease. And he, I, sometimes people say that to me, I like to tease. And it's like, well. Yeah, you're ruining you're, it. You're, you're making you're, it longer <laughs> for yourself. Yeah, tease, like, but you'll be there for a few hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking tease. And so then he said, oh, you know, I just love the taste of your discharge. And I was like, I could just feel myself dry up. I'm like, that's a word I don't want to. I love the taste of your discharge. Because that's only I word. have to pull back so I can savor the flavor. Oh, I can Jesus. savor the flavor of your, your vaginal secretions. Oh, oh yeah. Yuck. Yuck. But you just have the right amount of pH balance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your pH balance. He's obviously studying to be a gynecologist or something. <laughs> I know. I love your pH balance. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I love the taste of it. Wow. Some guys do some weird shit. I know. And that, that night, I remember that was apartment I stayed in. I had no air conditioning and it was a summer night and it was so hot. And then, then I was just like, felt so gross and sweaty. And I was like, oh, I can't even deal with this man. And then he didn't leave either. Like, I had to be like, 
I think I told him to get a taxi at one stage. I was like, something like, I just can't sleep with you here. So do you mind getting a taxi home? And he went home. But yeah, he didn't stay the next morning, which was great. Nice. Yeah. So I've, you know, I've had my fair, I just have had bad ones. I do attract, I'm telling you, my, it, if, if you're out. And but women always say, like, when I talk to women, their stories about one night stands are like, they're always a higher percentage negative. Yeah. I mean, you talk to guys, it's just like, yeah, the worst one night stand was still one of the better nights yeah. of my life. <laughs> still pretty high up there in my memory list. Yeah, because they're always going to, the uh, pleasure rate for them is so high. I know, but I mean, I've talked to so many women, like, and the, just some of the stories, I'm just like, damn. I mean, I'm sure, listen, I know there's women out there that will say, oh, that Des Bishop's an asshole. He didn't text me back or some shit, you know? Yeah. I know there's guys that say sh- stuff about me as well. No, no, I- but uh, what I mean is just like, I've, I, I've never fucking pulled some of the shit that I've heard, mm. you know, just like this weirdo stuff, but also just like the complete disregard for the person. I get like drunken, angry men. It's so, it's awful. Yeah. Some of the shit that guys get up to. You know, yeah. it's like so disrespectful. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like a one night stand, but I'll always try to like, for almost for selfish reasons, you want it to be as, as nice as possible for yeah. both of you. It's more enjoyable. But from the stories that you hear women say, it's just not great. Now I've had I've had some I've had some ones where it just hasn't clicked. But that's more just like the sex wasn't great. We didn't click, you know. Yeah. But it was never a case of like I just wanted to fucking wham bam thank you man and get out of there. I mean I've never done that. Like I hear stories about guys like fuck a meet a girl, come back, fuck them, and then they're just like gone. Yeah. Like sayonara. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. At least, I guess, have a conversation for a Actually, second. feedback-wise from the, from the audience or from our listeners, um, I'd be curious to know how you feel when the guy says, or the woman says, for that matter, I'm going to go. Because like, women have said it to me. They've been like, I'm going to go. And I'm like, praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. This is the best news ever. Because now I don't have to fucking do the going, you know, or I don't have yeah. to. Fight. But... Uh, but how does a how does a woman feel if the guy like you know you have to say you have a nice time and a bit of you know a bit of canoodling afterwards, and then the guy's like, hey, listen, I'm gonna go. How, how do how, how how do you guys feel out there? I'm curious to know. Yeah, DM us, email us. Because I I just think like it's just it's just so much nicer to go back to your own bed. No, look, I actually think there's a better chance that you'll meet up again if if you separate after having sex that time. Yeah, because you're more likely maybe to have a better uh, meet up and have an actual conversation, not meet up and be like, oh, no, do you know what as well? I don't like waking up and being not in my own place and feel dirty and not have Using my own their toilet and going yeah. home in the same clothes. Yeah, no, no, no. I like to know. Like, I love when you're dating someone and they're like, oh, we're staying in my house tonight. I got my little carrier bag ready to go. And yeah, yeah, and I'm ready. Like, I know I'm staying over, so it's grand. I got my toothbrush there or with me. You got your stuff got your little stuff so you don't feel like yeah i have to i have to go all right 25 past oh shit you really need to go okay oh shit okay so thanks everybody that is the end of today's episode hope you enjoyed it it's uh late on tuesday night i'm out in west hampton and uh i've got some cousins over and uh, from Ireland and so I'm doing all this a little bit later than normal um, and I hope you're all having a nice night wherever you are it's the middle of the night in Ireland I also have a toothache which is frustrating so forgive me if I'm not enthusiastic because I'm very happy I just happen to be a little low energy. Anyway, you know the usual. Message me at at this bishop, Katie at Katie Boyle Comic, and give us five stars. Spread the word. Let's get the podcast out there. I'll be back in uh, Ireland in a couple of weeks at the Ivy Gardens. Make sure you get tickets to that. And uh, also, if anyone's in New York on July 16th, I'm doing like a warm-up show, like, like, a, like a work-in-progress show 
I'm going to do like a one-man show about my mom and grief and motherhood and uh, anxiety. It's going to be like a one-man show with a bit of bit of meat to it. So that's July 16th at the Fat Black Pussycat at the Comedy Cellar. And you can make reservations on the Comedy Cellar reservation site. So just go to the reservation site. Go to July 16th. You'll see my name. And it's you, you just reserve. You pay when you get there. So check that out. As always, check Katie's Instagram for her dates. She's always gigging around New York. And uh, hope you have a nice 4th of July weekend, which is irrelevant to most of you. Good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 